we're starting um, we're we're starting a little late because I forgot the keys to the church at home, so I had to double back. Um, yeah. So the other day, I don't know if it was a joke or not, but where I was speaking, I got in a little late because someone something someone more important had been speaking before. So I got in there. I said, "All right, what was what did you say?" And he says, "Well." And I don't, again, I'm not going to name names, but he said, well, you should take three five-minute breaks during the day and sit in the presence. Yeah? Sit in the presence. Can you hear me there? So I don't want to lose this. So uh, I said, well, what does that imply? It implies you're not sitting in the presence 23 hours and 45 minutes a day. Yes, do you see it? You're going to sit in the presence for five minutes, and in the dualistic head, it is implying or verifying that you're out of the presence for the other 55 minutes of the hour. Yes, you see it? This is how the head, and the head, you can't extract the head from the head. You have to see it is not you, because it's so fast it doesn't matter if you're like a super security guard. It's there before you take, you know what I mean? Before you start your, your uh, watch, it's, it's already, you're already feeling like you're the security guard. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm going to watch the feeling of being a security guard, feeling like I'm a security guard. <laughs> you can't get out. So what's the, how's, so where is the relief is not being in. Yeah, so it sounds nice, you know, hey, eight in the morning, one in the morning, five or six at night, let's take five minutes, sit in the presence. But I'm telling you, the head dualistically, will it'll immediately go to that I'm not in the presence most of the other time. Yeah, this is not the message. The message is you are what you're looking for, not based on what you think is looking for is condition. It's you are what you're looking for, not based on the looking for is conditions or all the requirements it's making up. You are that which is looking for right now. You are that which you're looking for. Yeah, so people go, what? You're not going to see it because you're it. This is the dilemma. You can't act. So some people go really different, you know, they've, they've, they practice moving their neck super fast. Others realize the softer way, I'll just nonchalant, I'm not really interested. But in fact, that sense already added thousands of miles. As soon as that's in place, as soon as that idea that you're, you are in the presence, it means you're mostly out of the presence. Yes? There's no in and out of presence. There's no inner outer presence. You may feel present and you may feel unpresent. That happens in a field of presence. The feeling present doesn't change anything. The not feeling present doesn't change anything. This is beyond your reach. This is beyond, this statue appears, you do not sculpt it, yes? You're not carving it, you're not doing anything like this. This is, the, uh, this is the implication of the message. The greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. Yeah, but it's pre, the, the thing that's before it is the explanation, being ourselves reality. Being ourselves reality. Not we were once reality and then I did something really freaking stupid. I mean, seriously, I separated from the Godhead who, uh, that's a big boo-boo in the universal code of conduct. Yeah. <laughs> so, so being ourselves reality, being, being. Yeah. As Ramana says, there's no realization, it's always realized. So being isn't being as a choice. It's not on a good day or in a right situation or condition it's being it's being that's its nature its nature is being its nature isn't defined or 
or caused to appear differently through the lens of time, it's being, yeah? It wasn't a historical being that somehow you moved away from, and it's not a future being that you're moving towards. It's being. That's the message. I'm not, you know, don't argue with me. I mean, if you read Ramana Maharshi, the godfather of fucking non-duality, it says it in a lot of his, he didn't do the writing, but students of his or guys that were with him and women wrote about his teachings and they were pretty succinct and there wasn't thousands of them, yes? And so if you read different people's takes on his teachings, you see some commonalities. And this commonality about the greatest mystery is always, it's always framed as the problem, the greatest mystery. So it has an emphasis, yeah? Means that you should check it out, yeah? And so when he says, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing, which would be this, yes? Have you seen a live body dead? The body looks, the body, well, it looks more like a mannequin, yeah? But it's there. I mean, if it hasn't been run over and desecrated and shit, if it's just they passed out and they never woke back up, you would recognize, shit, that, you know, Fred wasn't the body. Because there's the body of Fred and an essential quality of Fred's missing, which couldn't have come from the body because there's the body. Two eyes, two ears, 10 digits, yes? So all of what I call Fred seems to appear, but Fred's not appearing. Yeah. So whatever can be perceived, Fred or Marie cannot be perceiving. So the perceived, yes? can continue on being perceived. And now the feeling that you as this, this that which can be perceived was perceiving is extinguished because the perceiving has left the house basically. And now you're left with the house that you thought the windows were eyes and fucking the doors were your senses. No, it's a non-existent thing. Yeah, so follow the, it's pretty simple. So there's a pre-supposing. Supposing means assuming, like I suppose or assume a store is open. I drive there, it's closed, and I'm sort of bummed out. Now, I could have called them and found out, but I was so sure that it was open, I just went, and then I found out I was wrong. Yeah, so this happens quite a lot. So there's a supposing, and supposing means, you know, it's really not true, right? You suppose something is, and it ain't. But there's a presupposing. Pre obviously is of time. Yeah. Pro would be after, pre is before, right? There's a prologue and there's a preamble, meaning one is before, the other comes after. And only in time are there befores and afters. Yeah. Yeah. So presupposing. So there's a, a false assumption being made. But when it's made, it's pre-made. So it becomes an historical assumption. This is the trick. This is how when, the, when consciousness, let's say, rises to the bait of the mental, what do they call that shit, chum, when they're throwing out for a shock, the mental chum is always being thrown on the surface of consciousness. And then the consciousness comes up and bites the thing, bites the meat, like you're gonna be a loser or whatever. Yeah, so, and then as soon as it bites it, it feels like a fish. And not only that, but a historical fish. That's the power of presupposing, yes? So the contact of, with false evidence as false evidence triggers something, yeah? And what it triggers is a presupposing that you've been the one that's been in contact with all this evidence. And you're gonna be the one that's gonna be in contact with future evidence, yeah? So the sense of being the doer, which is derived at by the claiming of the doing right now, is used to presuppose a doer, historically. So each claiming of the doing isn't just doing that, it's implying that you've been the doer for 50 or 60 or 70 years. That carries weight in time and space, yes? That carries weight in dreaming, it does, yeah? If you, believe I was the doer, and then it triggers a belief that you've been all the doer of everything. And we have it in recovery where it's so obvious 
for some of us who are real addicts or alcoholics, it went really far. It's very difficult to see that you were the doer of everything because it was like you were possessed, like demonically possessed. You were driven, something compelled you, something used you for transportation. You get all these different feelings, but it's always that evidence is, is breaking on the shore of a stubborn presupposing, which is you're the doer, no matter what came through you, you were doing it, you did it. And if you didn't do it, you didn't do it. You were the owner of the not doing it and the doing of it, <laughs> which it gets you. So you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. You can't get out because you're not in. Really. So presupposing of a non-existent thing, yeah? Wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. He says, he's basically saying, he says, if this is the case, he's basically saying this is the case because that's the precedence that he puts on it. It says nicely, if this is the case, but it is the case. There is a presupposing in the head, yeah, that the non-existent thing is what's existing. And then that non-existent thing as the AKA existence wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Now, if you saw the salvation was from a non-existent thing, hallelujah, you've already been successful. <laughs> because if you're looking for salvation from a non-existent thing, you got it. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> so, why put off it put it off for any second? I got to wait for that non-existent thing to be. No, wait a minute. It doesn't exist. Exactly. That's the leapfrog from time. As long as you think it has relevance or it has another breath, I got to vanquish it or struggle and pin it down or wrestle it or tame it. Yeah. But when you see it's a non-existent thing, you don't do anything, really. You're not moved to do much because why? It's a non-existent thing. <laughs> so you trying to kill it gives it a meaning it doesn't deserve, which is being an existent thing. You trying to transcend from it does the same thing. You don't see, maybe you do, the mental state is dualistic. So, yeah, I had it very when I was young. Very, I remember sitting at a picnic table, and of course it wasn't me remembering, the head does. When I was young and my mother had, was having a big talk with me, I was only six years old, telling me that dad was, was ill, which I had no understanding of, and that he wasn't going to be able to play with me as much, wouldn't be able to take me to the ball field, throw the ball around. Yes. And they even brought out, you know, Dr. Jan Quinto, the family doctor, to explain to me. Now, I heard it all, but how I felt was, what did I do that caused my father not to want to play with me? And that overrode all the yapping. I just felt because I'm the center of the universe, obviously, in self-centeredness, that whatever he's doing has to have a lot to do with me. I mean, this is what we drink and try to shoot drugs for, to get out of that dilemma. Yeah, it's fucking insane. So here, the idea of, oh, I'm gonna sit in the presence. The head is totally cool if you're gonna sit in the presence, yeah? Because then it uses that sitting in the presence for five minutes to verify that you're out of the presence for 24 hours and 50, whatever, five minutes, 23 hours, 55 minutes. Really, it, that's what it does. I'm telling you. Yeah. Once you said, oh, I've done something to get in, it confirms that you've been out. Yeah. This is not to see, this is the trap. This is why those books about getting into the moment the head had a field day with because the idea that I'm reading a book about getting into the moment is complete evidence that I believe I'm out of the moment. That's, that's, that was the target. To have you, this possibility of being here now, displaced, it doesn't give you a shit if you read tons of books of how to back to get back into that which you've never left. <laughs> it has won in a way, because now that which you can never leave has, is believed to have been left. Yeah, you're wanting to get in is the verification of being out. We're dreaming. We are giving everything all the meaning it has. We're giving everything all the meaning it has. And it's a dualistic meaning. So you, if you give one meaning, 
um, in the presence, you're given another meaning. Um, I, I was out of the presence, or I can be out of the presence. So even, quote unquote, being in the presence is agitating. It's producing anxiety. Because if situations change, I may be back out of the presence. Yes, you see? The, the rat cage isn't the fucking cage. It's taking the, the bait, cheese. All it needs is the cheese. Once you taste the cheese, you go, oh, this is good as a mouse, yes, as a rat. It's one. You don't have to go in the cage. You can run through all the fucking labyrinths, you know, like they had the maze and the, you, the, the, the rats would stop going down the maze when the cheese was removed after three times. Humans will keep going a hundred times thinking the trough is going to be full after it's been there hundreds of times, hasn't had any water. It's, the rat gets it quicker than we get it because the rat isn't really dualistically bound. We are, yeah, seemingly. And if you don't see, see like most people, they can tell a life story of what they move towards, but it's very difficult to see what they were moving away from. Yeah, the moving away from is probably, the, it's mostly the undersurface of the iceberg. The moving towards maybe the little thing the moving away is the big chunk of influence. This is duality. There isn't just one side, it's, it's two sides. You're moving towards, you're moving away. Yeah? Do you know what you're moving away from? Probably not, because what you're moving towards isn't gonna solve it. <laughs> so you don't know what you're moving away from. If you knew what you were moving away from, you wouldn't be moved by it because you would see as it false evidence appearing real. And there would be a stopping of fucking going down the maze. Yeah. You'd pass on the cheese, be already being content and satisfied. And then if life brought your cheese far out, if it didn't, what the fuck? But I ain't going down that maze. <laughs> if at all possible, because it's a dead end. Yes. It triggers the whole thing. So yeah, let's sit still and feel the presence, fuck. So when you're not sitting still, you're not feeling the presence? That's what the head believes, it does. We're not different. We're dual, dual hey bro, how are you? Hope it's not too, if, it, if you wanna move the chair, you can, they're not obviously, they're not anchored to the, to the dirtier. See me move around, nice to see you. So we're talking about this thing, the simple, it's, it's got a beautiful principle in it. Somehow or another, I did a talk the other day and they were talking about some advice about why don't you sit in the presence five, three times a day, five minutes. Yeah. That sounds like a great thing, but the, the thing is, is the head's reaction to that is if I'm sitting in the presence of five minutes, I'm out of the presence for 23 hours and 55 minutes. <laughs> and so the more, and to break down that, it's, a, it's not a very, you know, 23 hours, 55 minutes and five minutes, it's gonna be a lot of work to try to bring that somewhat down. And it's always gonna have the tendency like an accordion, when you push it in, it's gonna go up. <laughs> So the message here is, we are that which we'd like to go into, and we are that which we think we've left. And we're not gonna question what we are because it's indescribable, but we're gonna question this movement of trying to get in what we haven't left and trying to get out what we've not been in. Why not? Find out. Find out what's gonna happen is, it's gonna be conserving a lot of energy, and then that faith, in duality will be put into something else that will enrich your day. Yeah, that's simple. You'll take yourself less seriously. And I feel you'll travel lighter in a stabilized manner because it's taken out the big uh, X factor, which is you, really. We're taking you out of the equation. And that's when it really works. When you're in the equation, it doesn't work because you're the fucking false primary number of that mathematics. The primary number one doesn't work. The primary number zero works. Yeah. 
primary number one, one plus one equals one. Yeah. yeah. The seer is constantly emphasized through all the different scenes. Yeah. So let's say I seen tons of people today at this garage sale. Yeah. But the story is they get forgotten pretty quickly, but the seer gets remembered. Yeah. So every bit of seeing has been claimed to infer there's one seer. It gives you a break. There's tons of different things to be seen, but see, that false sense of singularity is the basis of this long-lasting, independent, separate feeling of being an entity. Yes? It's reinforced. It doesn't come up naturally. It's a sense that's produced and reinforced by the mental state. It's an activity. And as it says in that faith mind from Zen, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. It's just that simple. You're thinking right now, I'm still, but you're not as this, you know, digestion's going, tons of shit's happening, this and that, yes? And this is never still. The mental state can't enjoy peace of mind. It can't. If you have the greatest massage bed, when it lays on it, it's still gonna be shaking. Not the bed, the head. The head is agitated. That's what it is. You can't quell it for long. I, people have tried. People have taken lots of heroin. People have tried a lots of cocaine to go over it, yeah? You can't get over it, you can't get under it. You may find a little comatose. You may go out for a minute or two, but I tell you, I used to overdose almost on purpose. And I'd always wake up in the same situation. The police would be there and I was super pissed that I hadn't gone, gone. I came back and the movie just was interrupted with a couple of commercials. I came back and what the fuck? It was a drag. I mean, my head wouldn't do anything to get out of what it wasn't even in. So there's a great, great value in extreme absurdity if you don't die. If you come back from that extreme absurdity, you've seen things, you have. You, because duality, obviously, that out and in can stretch to a point, yeah? And then there's something that's revealed, yes? There's no out and there's no in. There's just in and out, in and out, in and out. The head wants to get out of what it's not in and get into what it's not out of. That's your primary basis up here. If there's attention and interest, which goes there, if there's faith in that interest and attention, false evidence is going to appear real to us all day. Yeah. I've had it. I had it with this lady I, I used to live with in Australia. She brought us up a, a lot of strange stuff after I left because she was completely surprised when I said, uh, you know, and I had a story. Oh, I felt uncomfortable the whole time. And then she'd show me pictures of our three years. I was smiling every time, coming back from surf in Australia. It was fucking heaven. Oh, no, no. I was overriding heaven just to support a fucking story. So when I told you, I'm leaving, she was like, what? She was completely caught, dumbfounded, because she was, she was seeing the more aligned event than I was. I was up in the fucking story that I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, contained. I've got to be free. Yeah. It's some bullshit. But every picture, you know, when she caught smiling, <laughs> all I did was surf in Australia, had a house. This is terrible. She's six foot tall, beautiful blonde. Oh, can't bear it anymore. <laughs> so I had to admit after months later that probably she was correct. Yeah. But I could not withstand false evidence. It was so familiar to me. Once that glove was offered, I put my hand in. And then from there, I only see from the glove's point of view. There's no other options. It's just glove to glove, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I've made amends with her, definitely. So yeah, the simple message it was shown a lot in that statement. It sounds nice. This would, if you read a book, let's read some inspiring quotes and then sit still for five minutes. 
and feel the presence as if the presence can only be, you know, access to reading nice quotes and sitting for five minutes, yeah? That's not what's being said, but it's what's implied in the head. The head now believes it's done something to produce something that's unproducible, yeah? And again, once again, what does that show? A reliance on the failed system. Yeah, we're believing its point of view as ours. And now we're trying to get out of another point of view or not reinforce the point of view that we're in, but we're not in or out. Yeah, yeah. there's a freedom right now. So what happens? I don't know what will, will happen. I know it's been very disarming in my event. And I'll tell you, the only thing I've done, if you call it maintenance, is satsang, really. remember stuff I read out of the Course in Miracles 20 years ago because it really moved me and it still does and I remember Hoang Po because some of his statements really moved me and they still do and I remember whatever I remember now has been that which has moved me and still does and I use them at the talks basically I think that some of them are beautiful descriptions I think the statement from the Course in Miracles that the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part is incredibly valuable because it explains why, yeah? And then this overriding sense of volition where there isn't any, that you wanna look at that. You wanna bring that under some light because if you feel like you, would, you did a lot of shit that you don't believe was cool, you don't wanna see it. Yeah. So you, there's not going to be a fearless, thorough anything because there's a cognitive dissonance. The head has an investment not to see the shit because if it has a story that you did it. Yeah. Who, if, who, if someone believed they separated from the Godhead, they're probably not going to want to hear that. Yeah. They want to avoid that because it's almost unbearable. Like when I got run over by the car, it was so unbearable for the system, the system blacked out. I never remembered getting run over. And my father died, and then my grandmother, who brought me up, died three months later. I've blacked out that whole event. I don't remember a thing about my grandmother dying, funeral. I remember everything about, I found my father, but I remember all of that. Three months later, I have no memory of it. Because it was too much, my fucking system just shut down. Yes? This is the thing, the head, the head is not the eyewitness in this case. Yeah. It's the defendant. You want to question how this thing thinks and realize, realize what duality means as an activity, not duality meaning day and sunlight, you know, because you can be completely extracted out of that event as if duality is happening and I'm this singular long lasting and no this is of duality yeah when you think one way there's a thinking of another way yeah when you're trying to get out it's reinforcing an idea of being in when you're trying to get in it's implying that you're really out yeah this has to it doesn't have to stop there's a seeing of it you don't have to stop it because it's not you doing it. It's mechanical. This is, it's like having a pair of bifocals welded to the head. You're not taking them off. You can put other ones over them, but they're welded there. Just see that it's failed. Because that interest and attention that seems to be going through the bifocal self-centeredness, that interest and attention can be incredibly diffuse. It can go panoramic at any second. And then it will see the myopic view from the panoramic. The myopic view tries to look for the panoramic, but is the actual denial of the panoramic. The myopic view has a myopic view, very jealous, very this, yeah? The panoramic view is like the sky and all the fog and clouds that appear in it. The panoramic view allows everything to appear as it is. And then you see things in a new light from a position of neutrality, not from in or out, yeah? 
you see it from neutrality and you question the in and the out. Not yes, yes. So I find satsang very, very powerful because we meet together and we can share this stuff. And the whole point of the definition of non-duality is not two. Yeah. So what is what is it like? It's the policeman thief, the in, the out. These are the activities of two-ness that we've danced over and over and over again. And every step there's been an ownership of it, of something that we have nothing really to do with, except being the spaces of it appearing in. Yeah? That awareness that gives brings light to whatever shows up. There's no this the light doesn't have an opinion. Whatever arises is noticed, yeah, at least on some level. And you don't need that much demonstration of duality to see duality. You don't need thousands of examples. After you see a few, something, you know, it's like the hundredth monkey phenomena. There's a critical mass when your mind leaps, yeah? It leaps. It's really a jump for joy. It doesn't go anywhere. It's a jumping for joy. Because there's, it's the sense of bondage has been seen through. Yeah, you're not constantly working to become happy. You're content. Yeah. Now, so all your, you know, the pursuit of happiness is like a leisurely walk because you fucking lost the. You're not running the things that imply something that is really just a made-up absence of those things that are used to imply. Yeah, we, it, we, in pix, we picture, we image contentment and satisfaction because we don't seem to be having any contentment and satisfaction. Once the contentment and satisfaction's there, you're not going for the fucking, you know, you know how they did it with the car and the beautiful babe. Somehow buying this car is going to get me the beautiful babe. I'm buying that car. <laughs> this is advertisements just like the advertisement in one's head. Basically, it has it. Nirvana. What is Nirvana? I have no fucking idea. But I know it's gonna. I'm gonna have complete power over everyone else. No one's ever gonna make me feel anyway. Yeah. This is what we're looking for. We're not looking for Nirvana. We have no fucking idea what it is. We're looking for what we think it's gonna produce for us as us. Yeah, so you really missed it. I had I gave the handshake today earlier. I was I was listening to you. Oh, <laughs> so he didn't give the handshake. I was hoping you'd be later. <laughs> <laughs> I was later. I, I know, I'm trying later. to hurry up, but it, so yes. So these the whole thing. Remember the books, getting into the moment. They were pretty big. They were, and most people who bought it wouldn't even read the whole thing. They just see. And they, but they ordered the second one, how to really get in the moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? All predicated on a belief of being out of the moment. Who informs you that you're out of the moment? Is it your heart? No. Is it your elbow? No. It's the head, yes? And who informs you how you're going to get into the moment? The head, yes. What would happen if you stopped and instead of seeing the way it wants you to see, you saw the way it sees? Instead of you claiming to be the seeing of that way, you saw it. You saw the seeing, that mental seeing. You saw it. I would feel a lot of things would dry up and stop. They would. There's only so many times you can see the emperor with no clothes then you see them with no clothes, even if they have full regalia. You've seen enough that the wardrobe doesn't fool you anymore. It's, oh, it's the emperor with no clothes. What, I'm wearing, no, I know, but I've seen you. <laughs> yes, honey. We have a question from someone here. Remember, this lady is a questioner. She's a habitual questioner. <laughs> I'm suspicious about the answers. All right. Yeah. 
it's, yeah, from that mental activity. It's, it can be very addictive. Yes, for that. Yeah. So that's that to me is valuable. You, you see, to me, the understandings of non-duality, when they're deciphered by the mental state, creates some havoc. Yeah. But that agitation is good for that which is agitated. It reveals itself. Yeah. So if you could just take another step back and oh that which is seeing the mental state and talking about it is also of the mental state it's already been cooked and it's you yeah there's value there yeah so you see what bothers you and then you see you're not that you that's bothered yeah but then at some point you are going to Of course, but you don't approach it. Yeah, yeah. See, this is as as soon as you hear you approached it, that comes from time and space. Yes. So you see that it's a mental activity. The mental, because the the solution is no approach to the solution. When you get whacked, it's like a Zen Vista. It has no time involved in it. But now the head has you approaching the void, the event horizon. God, give me a break. I know it has produces, hey bro, it, it provokes a lot of feeling and stuff. Yeah? Now if you can if you can see that feeling arise and realize it's not your feelings, yeah? Yeah? Instead of bending to its will, let it exp- let it show a couple of its advertising campaigns. And then you'll realize this is how they used to sell cigarettes. It's the same fucking marketing plan. Yes? It's not so you recognize it as not of you. We have that example with the skin and the snake. The skin, yeah, is rep- in its story, it's the whole snake. And so when the molting season's coming, the skin gets super anxious and says the whole snake is super anxious, but the snake isn't because the snake's going to benefit from the molting of the skin greatly. It's the skin that's going to lose. So, the, but the skin is talking as if it's the snake, and if the snake doesn't see that, it's going to act as if it's the skin. So it's going to put tons of moisturize on and stay out of the noonday sun. Watch out for that rock. Try to manage and control because it doesn't want to lose what's inevitably going to drop off, which is the scales. Yeah. But when the scales drop off, new ones take their place. Shinia, track female snakes, travel lighter over rocks. It's a big win for the snake, but not when it sees it through the skin's view. This is what you're listening to. The skin's got the megaphone and it's telling you, this is going to be Armageddon for the snake. No, it's for the skin. And it's not even for the skin. It's the identification. It's using sin just like this. There's the identification with this non-existent thing as being that which is existing. Yeah, the non-existent thing doesn't have any fucking opinions, really. Yeah, but it's being used to sort of verify something. So you're speaking of, I feel it in my gut. I'm super afraid. No, that's being placed in there by the head. Yes, definitely. So, yeah, just get your just to see it. I've heard this thousands of times. You know. I'm approaching the event horizon. Are you getting this? I'm approaching it. I'm going to be completely dis- dissolved. Make sure the slow movie video. I want to play this. Oh, yes. I'm, I can see the light. No. no, no. <laughs> Let me write the, my last blog. I've disappeared. Well, who the fuck wrote it? Who wrote Who saw the disappearance? <laughs> I know it's scary, honey. I had that thing when I had the Kundalini shit. I was flipped out. I was. I think Tommy was around. That Chris was. Remember, I couldn't do the talks because I would go off. And uh, man, I, was, I had my little room in my house, and I used to. I swear, the only way I could deal with it was laying down because the light felt like it was moving at light speed. So my chassis felt like it was gonna blow up every second. So I would actually took some money, all the money I had and put it in an envelope with the money sticking out and put it on the nightstand so my roommates wouldn't be stuck with the dead body. 
It was just, and it just went on for months. It was such a, I mean, I have to talk, and my girlfriend, Deb, would be looking at me. You get down, because, you know, it's, it's like a rocket getting going off. Nope, nope. Keep it down, keep it down, slowly. And it was, and the head, it was pushing the mortal terror button, like, all day. It couldn't even come up with a new narrative. It was, it was, it was like, petrified. And it wouldn't stop. It was went on for months. I remember I'd come here, and sometimes I'd be with Deb, and we'd order food, and Deb would see my eyes, and I'd have to leave before the food. I couldn't go with her. I had just had to drive home and be by myself, lay down, and just fucking rocket into the fourth dimension, so to speak. Wow. My head was like, it was crying so much. It even fucking gave up. Because it has no power. It wasn't shutting off any of the valves. This has got to stop. <laughs> it just was, something obviously was in control, and it wasn't completely. Yeah? And I survived it, I seem. Yeah? And uh, it definitely, I think everything, if you can survive anything, there's value in it. Yeah? So people would call me up all the time because they are looking for awakening. Then some of it hits and it's not what they thought. And they're like, hey, what, what, what? I said, well, just don't act out. Like if your drugs and don't die, it's going to get okay. <laughs> Basically hang up on them. Because <laughs> they like the first, oh, I love everyone. And they're like, ah, fucking totally flipped out. <laughs> See, everyone has an idea of everything. You don't have the idea, the head does. And it meets everything with the ideas that it has. You don't meet anything on its terms, really. It's all, we're the dreaming of the dreaming. You get it? Meaning has been laid out already. You're walking, you, your head has put down the tiles and now you're walking over the new floor. It's all the same. same. So you see this. And the incredible amount of interest and attention that gets absorbed in that black hole gets brought out when it's not you. That's the beauty of non-duality. It's saying all of this is happening, everything that's going on is going on, but there's no individual doer thereof. Yes? There are events, there's actions, there's deeds, but there's no doer of it. That's where the relief comes from. I don't know if you can control all the speakers of life and what's going to happen in this experiential level. I don't. I don't think it's wise. I think you might as well find security in the uncertainty, really, if you can. Because the managing and trying to control is fucking too much fucking work, yes? Isn't it? You've yeah. got to just... If you keep trying to hold on, you're never going to find out. Maybe your hands are wings, really. Maybe you can fly in this space. You're not going to land and get squished. Maybe you can fly. As long as you keep grabbing, it's verifying that these are hands. If maybe you don't get anything, you'll find something else is true. Yeah. I don't wish. I, I, you know, we had it with the other day. The experience showed this is a level yeah, of dreaming called experiential level. Yeah? So there's an awareness, like a GoPro hooked up, and then the action figures going places, and then there's narratives. The GoPro has narratives, past narratives, whatever, and they're playing at inappropriate moments and shit like that. And you just, and you would, you'd really like to have some certainty that I can travel lighter. I'm not going to get hurt. I'm not going to die. Da, 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 da. But I mean, that's not of this ride. This is the ride. You're experiencing shit that you don't want to experience. Who wants to get a bad cold or a sinus infection? Yeah. Who wants to have plantar fasciitis or something? Yeah. Who wants to have one cheek lower than the other? <laughs> I mean, seriously, everyone would love to have... <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody not writ 
written into the agreement. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't take advantage when they had hair on their head. Now there are no no hair, and they got to buy a lot of hats. It's just the way things go. You know what I mean? You don't. You're always in a state of withholding, and then you to let you know, and you're thinking, not this train, not this train. That, and then the train stopped. <laughs> then you missed the you missed the ride. So you might as well. Uh, <laughs> this feeling to me, this entertaining these ideas, brought uh, a fact that you're never going to get gypped. You're always here. I'm here dreaming at night. I'm here dreaming now. I'm here, completely here. And that's the fact. Wherever you are is here, and it's always now. You know, it's that corny thing, but nothing breaks that boundary. Yeah? Nothing. I think it gets confusing when you say I'm here because the mind, the mind initially, immediately associates the I am with the I am. But you're saying it's here. Here, here. yes. It's basically here, not I am here, but here. It's here. Yes, exactly. And yeah. Yes. See, Everything it's here, here, and then in here, there's an I am. Right. The I am wants to say it's here. That everything is here. That's the presupposing. Yeah. You have yeah. to see it. Yeah. What do you, what do you do when you read this stuff? You just completely apply your understanding to it, or do you let it sit and let it let Ramana's understanding come out? Maybe I don't know if this is Ramana's understanding, but it was definitely not mine. That was brought about by my reading that. Yes? A presupposing of a non existent thing, wanting to get salvation for the non existent thing. He says, if this is the case, and basically I believe he's implying it is the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non existent thing. How can they destroy it? Nice thing to sit on, really. And see what happens. See what gets shook off the tree. Yeah? Yeah. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceived. Where? Don't you feel like the body of Maria, body of Paul, body of Jim, body of everyone here falls under the category of perceived? Hey, the news is you're not perceiving. What? Yeah. You're not the perceiving. You're the perceived. And you're not that either. The perceived. The perceiving, yeah? It seems like the perceiving moves through the perceived, but if you want to see it that way, the perceived would be the camera and the perceiving would be the light, yes? The camera is not producing the light. The camera allows light to manifest in a certain way based on the lenses that it, the light comes through. So we got the five senses, we got a pre- pre-formatted head already. We look at everything as how it pertains to us. It has this camera already, it's like on automatic. It's not like a fucking, an espresso, a manual espresso maker. It's a fucking automatic. You put the pot in, you put water in, and there you go. Like it or not, yeah? Yeah. So the one I liked, I, I forgot, I lost the track was from the course, it says, he goes on, it's a, I recommend it, I think it's four, page 468 in the blue one, the Inner Foundation book. He says, he goes on and on, you know, the brain interprets to the body of which it is part. Then he says, firm in faith, he doesn't say you, but firm in faith in this something else that you've made to be yourself. I don't believe you've made it to be yourself. I believe the head has made it to be you. So firm in faith in this something else that the head has made to be you, yeah, is the act of denial of what you are. So, all right, now let's move right to a great statement supposedly from Jesus Christ. You can't serve two masters at the same time. Are you serving the master of the act of denial of what you are, or are you serving the other, yes? Are you seeing this something else is not you? And therefore, now you're not in the act of denying what you are. You're in the act of living from what you are. Yeah. Now that gets set 
Blue starts appearing as blue, red starts appearing as red. Things become clear because the unclarity isn't out here. It's based on how the horse and the cart is aligned. And the horse has never been behind the cart, but we cannot see it as if it's so. Yeah, because this whole dreaming is seemingly so. It's appearing to be true or false to us. Yeah. Now, if us is in the act of denial of what you are, a lot of false evidence is going to appear real. If the us, yes, is in the firm and faith in that which we really are, then you're going to see the false evidence as what? False evidence. And therefore, the false evidence that used to jackpot me and end me up in jail doesn't take me to jail anymore. Maybe takes me on a walk. Yeah watch bloodline or something yeah what brought me to jail not the false evidence we do we're the dreaming we're dreaming we're dreaming we're giving everything all the meaning it has when now where here yeah you're giving meaning to satsang i'm giving meaning to satsang yeah that could be used as you and I are going to dream ourselves out of the dreaming. And as we do, the dream will get happier. That could be a great meaning. Yeah. Or it could be given a meaning. I'm using satsang to bring me to a place that's going to give me something I don't believe I have now. Now, the same thing is being used to produce false evidence. Yeah. It just matters what's going on. And all you can do is tell the truth as much as you can from your pay rate scale and just go, hey, like with recovery, the greatest truth that I ever told was told to me. I got struck sober and it told me I'm fucked. And it hit me. And it didn't cause a giant reaction to try to deny that. I, it was, I submitted finally, something finally got run over didn't have to get run over twice, but run over. And then it was very clear, the next line was, and I'm not managerial quality. Yeah, I didn't put it on, no one manages, I just said, I'm not. And suddenly, I was in alignment with facts that were in this life that I wasn't in alignment with. I was denying it, and I kept getting jackpotted. Constantly, constantly, constantly. Once life put, you know, it did it. Life put me in alignment with it. Those facts that I used to argue with that caused a lot of fucking catastrophe, I'm in agreement with now. And it's brought a lot of power into this life. Yeah. You're a sail. The sail's going to go where the wind takes it. Yeah. The sail has no power at all. The sail catches the wind or is pushed by the wind. Yes? Find that wind in this life and don't name it anything. And you'll know the tree by its fruits. You'll know the wind by its effects. You'll have an intimacy of what you are by seeing what you're not. That's how it happens. I get a sense of what I am by seeing what I'm not, truly. I can't see it as what I'm not, but I can get an intimacy of it by seeing what I'm not. Yeah, I do. That's how I feel. Yeah. And my behavior in it doesn't change what I'm in. Yeah. Me feeling like anxious doesn't make me, I'm not anxious. There's just a feeling of anxious going on. In other words, the state isn't affected by the conditions that are appearing in it. Yes. We have this idea that the conditions implies the real state. They don't. Agitation doesn't apply agitation. Only when it's used to produce stillness, then it will be agitation, yeah? Sometimes things are happening. Why would you, this is what drives me, not crazy, but most of the time when I hear people share or they ask questions, they, they have a sense of volition where there wasn't any. The head is mechanical. You're not fueling it. You're not, there's no you that's doing shit. It isn't. It's as supposedly Lord Buddha supposedly said this, it's events happen, deeds are done, but there's no individual doer thereof. Yeah. So after a while, 
your state is seen as a state. Your con you know, your conditions are seen as a condition. Yes. And that's the traveling life through it all. You're not gonna escape conditions and states. Yeah, you get a flu, you're probably gonna look at things bleaker than you do when you're not when you're not sick. Yeah. That virus entering the body has influenced how you see things. Yeah, you don't believe other things aren't influencing all day. Yeah. But there is something like Abhida used to say it that he believed that what we are outshines circumstances and situations. I believe that too. I believe we are the dreaming. I believe we are the light. I believe we are the Buddha. I never go that way. I go to what I'm not. But I could say that as it says, you know, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. That's directed at the Buddha. It's not directed at Steve or Matt. Yeah, really the message is sees you, Maria, as an obstacle. It doesn't want to land there because it's just going to be made into something. It wants to bypass you. Like this idea of spiritual bypass, what we want is, you know, Tommy bypass and Chris bypass and Paul bypass, but right to the point, not through this. Yeah, so you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Do you think... Huang Po saw those people at Steve, Mary, and Joe. I would believe he saw them as the Buddha. And he was talking directly to the Buddha that they were, even though every one of them was thinking they were Steve, Mary, and Joe. And he said to the Buddha, hey, Buddha, you can't use yourself to find yourself. Beautiful. There wasn't like 800 pages of commentary. It's just direct. You can't use the light to find, you know, to seek light. You can't use mind, big M mind, to seek mind. You can do it for eons. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. I love that those statements still create fucking uh, avalanches in me all the time. This is when I came to a halt through satsang. I was brought to a halt. Things actually stopped that I never thought, I had never seen them stop. I and if I had, that had, the story had erased all that data, yeah? And when things stopped and I continued, it was obvious I'm not that which stopped, yeah? So when you enter the void and there's an awareness of it, that which was screaming about going to the void never goes to the void. A thing doesn't enter the void. <laughs> the thing isn't isn't resting on the event horizon. Yeah. The idea of thingness is lost way before that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You lose it every night. Every night in deep sleep, there's no you. There's no Maria. The whole story regroups the next morning. And you wouldn't know we would be living just like we were living in the dream if we never woke up just like we live here. But because in the night dream we have something called the morning, we see it as, oh, that isn't this, so that's a dream. We don't have a morning built in here. Yeah? This is the awake dream. There's no morning that you come to. And that freaking tiger that was flipping you out doesn't flip you out anymore. Now, in a day like today, something's flipping you out. And then uh, three months later, it's still flipping you out because you don't have a morning. We're not seeing this from another position. We're seeing the dreaming from the dreaming as the action figures. And it seems real as real can be. You can't see the dreaming as the dreamt. You see the dreamt from the dreaming. Yes? You see the dreamt from the dreaming. You don't see the dreaming from the dreamt. What you see the dreaming from the dreamt as is real. That's what you see it. You see the dreaming as real from the dreamt. Yeah. And so then the dreaming reinforces the reality of the dreamt and so it goes. But seeing the dreamt from the dreaming, you see it as not real. Yeah, yes. And then the whole flaw 
that supports all this false evidence and tons of fucking, they have a statement in Course in Miracles that I read as causeless effects. So nothing really happened, but you're having, you're suffering an effect from it. That's the magic trick of the mental state. It's making shit out of nothing and producing effects and you feeling the effects gives it a reality, but the cause of the effects is unreal. It's dreaming. You make, it's being made up. You're not being making it up. You're, the head is making shit up. It's sort of like this, you know, people say, uh, you know, I'm gonna stop them when someone stops me. Well, most of us, there's no stopping of the head. The head just keeps making up shit, gets away with it, fucking more shit. Just probably sitting there laughing. I can't believe I'm fucking getting away with this. I got these people believing next week. <laughs> it's gonna ruin their whole Saturday. <laughs> I've been doing it for years. Oh, I go, I go. What about next week? That's all I say. <laughs> they do all the rest. <laughs> That's slavery. Eh? Don't you feel it? I feel it. You feel the bondage when you relieve them, really. Then, because it doesn't make sense to know the, the the bondage while in it. It doesn't. You're not going to let the whole hit hit you. But when you're relieved of it, there will be truth told about bondage. Really. Yeah, and you'll see the root of it. You will. It's a mental activity. So, hey, that's it. Uh, Mike, anyone there? Not uh, Zoom. <laughs> you had, you had a hand up, but you but the square disappeared. What? You had a hand up, but the square disappeared. All right. Anybody else want to raise their hand? And did you happen to hear that nice moment of coming back from absurdity when Janine was laughing after you talked yes. about the uneven cheeks? <laughs> yes, the uneven cheeks. I know. I let, her, I let her go for a while before I muted it. I've had all my, I've had all my chairs at the house tailored. <laughs> a bigger lift on the right side than the left. You should just oh. get one one molded thing for to take oh. with you. You should oh. just get one molded thing to take with you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Right, I got one more. <laughs> go home and get one some make a mold out of cement. Yeah. <laughs> go to a tire shop. Can you make this a <laughs> wear it like a bumper? No. Oh three D printer, yeah. But they usually have to have something to work with. I don't have an ass anymore. <laughs> I became assless over time. <laughs> Over time. I don't know what happened. It was there one day and it was gone the next. <laughs> Any uh, questions from there? Uh, still no hands. Let me make sure there's nobody waving. Oh, wait a minute. Is there one? Did you want to? Somebody raising their hand? Yeah, no. yeah. It's all right. I'm one, we're going to go have coffee soon, though. They, we didn't have any power at the house. And uh, Amelia was, she likes her early morning coffee. I had uh -oh. to go get her, so yeah, yeah. It's uh, it shut off the power till three, I think. Just yeah. your house or the neighborhood? No, all around there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Coming to your house next. <laughs> all right, Mike, anyone there? Uh, yeah, lots of people here, but no hands. All right, well, let's say goodbye then. Eh? Okay. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah, everyone here goes, yay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, thank you. Thank you, Mike, for everything. Everyone's okay, I guess. Good. Johannes, nice to see you. We got uh, Stuart, feeling better. Yeah. Uh, we got, uh, let me see these. I can't see anything. If I miss your name, all right. I think this is, uh, I missed you. I can't tell that name. Mike, Anu. Uh, uh, Mr. Walker, nice to see him. He throws me off when he doesn't have a hat on. Hey, Don, nice to yeah, see you, man. Walker. Good. We've got William. Nice to see you, William. Yes. Uh, Chris, as always, Roman, pleasure. I can't look at that name. I can't get it. 
Uh, we got Tariq. Oh, here, this is better. Tim, nice to see you, Tim. Stefan on having never left. Gary. Uh, we got Paul H., another Paul H. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Miss Amelia, what the hell are you doing there? You should be working at the freaking sale. Oh, she is. There she is. Uh, nice to see you, honey. Oh, there's someone else there. Someone helped her. Hey, is that Rebecca? I can't see a thing. She's not helping. She's buying. But oh, she's helping, too. That's helping. So I have a pile. Of yeah. Honey, see you later. Bye-bye. There I go. I, I got one. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Gail, my pink cloud. Yes. Stay on there, Gail. Don't, uh, when they call you down, just don't respond. Okay. Catherine. Catherine. Nice to see you there. Just so you know, Kathleen by chat says, thanks, Paul. Enjoyed seeing your forehead and always your message because your, your oh. camera was down low. <laughs> oh, you saw my forehead. All right. Yeah. So good. <laughs> we did it any better. It wouldn't be that bitch slap. This is the way we roll. All right. We got David B. Kathleen. Sorry. Here. You see my whole head now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're centered now. <laughs> we have Brahmi Malcolm. Oh, Malcolm dropped in. Here he is. Nice to see you, bro. Uh, we got Jimmy R., another Kathleen, another Jim. Uh, we've got Holly. Wow, Susan, Bruce, Jimmy, Kathleen. If I don't say good hello, I, I just can't read you. Hey, listen, thank you, everyone. It, everyone heard it today? Yeah, it was. Yeah, you had some wind, but uh, hey, it's just it's like the wind chimes, right? <laughs> yes. All right, bro. Hey, we'll see you soon. Hey, tomorrow we're gonna do a. We'll do the Zoom again tomorrow. Is, is that? Oh, up? there is. Then you have to yeah. you have to send me the link then. Well, we're gonna use the, the our link. I'm gonna bring my. I'm oh. gonna. Bring, uh, okay. Yeah, if you want to be there at ten, just open uh, open up the Zoom, and I'll be there. Okay, it's uh, ten a.m. your time. No, it's one o'clock our time. Oh, okay. Time. Oh, okay. So good. Tomorrow, so. tomorrow, one o'clock. It starts at one. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I'll I'll do the room then. Hold it. Wait a minute. That's four o'clock. No, I thought it was one to four. Um, I think I have it open. Oh, uh, four to six. It may be there. Look on the website, Mike. It's there. Yeah, I have it open. Hold on a second. Uh, it is two to four your time. Two to four our time. Two yeah. to four. All right. So we'll see you there at uh, five o'clock your time. Okay. So you're going to do it from your camera? Yeah, why not? The okay. iPad. Or the iPad, just like now. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. See you later. See you, Brahmi, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye, Paul. Yeah. Bye.